Facts of Faith on SAFM. Joining us now to help us navigate our way through this conversation to go first and have the first stab at it is the pastor himself, Pastor Solomon Ashams. He's a journalist, he's a Christian activist, he's a director of Mercy. Mercy is a support platform for those who are sexually abused within the church. Pastor Ashams, welcome back and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Thanks so much. Good to be with you again, Naya. Same here, Pastor. Eastern Zanumo is also joining us on the line. He's an evangelist who is a Hebrew Israelite who was there as well. Evangelist, good evening to you and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Good evening, Nai. Good evening, our beloved country and uh, all the people that are at home. Good evening to our panel. Thank you very much. Also, we do have Sheikh Rafiq Hassan. He's the founder and director of the IFRI. Good evening to you, uh, Sheikh, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Uh, good evening, Naya. Peace on all of you, and uh, good to be on. And thank you very much. And especially since it is a special time for you, uh, Sheikh, we appreciate you sacrificing your time, uh, your sacred time of fasting for coming to talk to us. Let's now jump in, uh, giving the pastor the first stab at it. Pastor, last week you said we have the DNA of God. Uh, Do you remember this? Clearly. All right. This is your chance, Pastor. Uh, to clarify, what exactly did you mean by that? You remember the conversation we had back and forth? It seemed as though you were sure, you were certain of your position. Have you changed your mind or would you like to state exactly where you are right now? Well, I haven't changed my mind, but I just want to uh, expatiate on my uh, position last week. And when I say, you know, we as believers, from my understanding, we as believers, as Christians, we carry the DNA of God. Um, I am there to say we carry an element of God inside of us. In your introduction, you made made mention of mortal and immortal. And I believe that as Christians, you are mortal and you have an element of immortal because you carry the DNA of God. Now, DNA or the rubunic acid is the hereditary material in, in humans and almost all um, organisms. I quoted uh, Genesis 1:27, where it's, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created him. So we saw God there as a creator. Uh, he is creative, and we are the created. So he didn't just create man in his image that wasn't enough in genesis 2 7 it says then the lord god formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being so until he breathed into his nostrils the breath of 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 life which is what for us is spirit because god is spirit but us here we are spirit because of God and we live in a body and we have a soul so right there we, we we're looking at how the, the the life of God his spirit coming into us gave us though we are natural gave us a supernatural tendency inside of us well DNA you know when you go into the New Testament you when you talk about DNA you talk about the new nature that you receive from God when you are born again, so when you become 
a born again Christian or when you accept Jesus or when you are dedicated to Jesus, to God as your one and only way. Remember in Genesis 1, that was before the fall of man. Man sinned in Genesis 2 and man, you know, from Genesis 3 we saw things change and man now lost that connection, you know, but because of sin, which he was pre-warned. But here we saw in Ephesians 4.22, where Paul says, we have an old nature called the old man. But then in Ephesians 4.24, that's two verses later, he says, and then we put on a new man, that is the new nature, because we now embrace that look. We want to operate the way the Creator created us. We don't want to allow sin to take us away. So we have the nature of God. We believe in eternity. We believe in eternity that when we die, our spirit doesn't die. Our spirit now goes over to where God had, had, uh, had, had, created, had said in the Bible, and, and we continue living, even though our body here goes six foot under and it decays and rottens, but our spirit stays alive. So by that saying, we carry the DNA of God. And, be, and that's why we're able to see a lot of humans do what, a lot of things that every time we see innovation, so every time we see different discoveries, or any time we see things being done that is just out of this world, or we say is superhuman, it's because we have that inside of us. So we carry the DNA of God. And as Christians, I believe we carry the DNA, of, the DNA of God. Even if you are not Christian, because He created you, you have that element of it. But once you become a Christian, it's a totally different ball game guided by the Bible. Okay. I was waiting for the moment where you're going to quote a text that actually supports your argument because everything you've said right now does not support any of the statements that you had made that has caused us to be here. Remember, Pastor, you suggested that we have the DNA of God, right? There is no text that you have shared that would suggest that. Quite frankly, you even touched on our, our mortality. There is no text that says, as mortals, we are now changed to immortality. Quite frankly, if you look at 1 Corinthians 15, 50, 54, let me read it. It reads, when the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality, which implies and actually explicates that immortality will only come when Jesus comes again, according to your text. Quite frankly, yeah, I, 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 hold on, hold on, Pastor. Again, as far as your Bible is concerned, the verses we find in your scriptures actually counter-argue what you're saying. They are telling us that immortality will only come later on, not now. We are mere mortals. And you know how we know this? It's because David says that. He says, and I'm going to share this with you in Psalms 8, verse 4 to 6, where what are mere mortals that you should think about them? Human beings that you should care for them. Yet you made them only a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honor. You gave them charge of everything you made, putting all things under their authority. Again, what you had said at the beginning that we have been created by God in his image, David clarifies it, but he still calls us mere mortals. Again, you haven't given us a text that counter-argues this. Quite frankly, you've been saying any and everything 
That is not about what we're talking about, Pastor. Again, me, give us a tell, text. Can you tell that, me what the DNA is, Naye? Let's start from there. That would be a good understanding because it seems like we're going two separate ways without really understanding where we are, we are, we are taking up from. So to understand where we're taking up from, because the key word there in today's discussion is the DNA. Do we carry the DNA of God? How does that work? So what is a DNA? Let's try to establish that. Because for me, my DNA, my understanding of DNA and what I, what I try to pick, just one word, one synonym from the, 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 what the DNA means is hereditary. No, That's sir. what, and you inherit. No, no, just no. Like, n- just like no, a, a son no, a, a, no. or a daughter inherits 23 pairs of chromosomes from the pe- You inherit. Let you me, become let like me, your parents. So let's stick to it. Let me, let me propose this. I understand what the DNA is. Let me propose this, um, um, uh, Pastor. It would be very dangerous between you and I to pretend to have any knowledge or any superior understanding of biochemistry. The moment you're going to delve into biochemistry, you and I have no qualifications as far as that is concerned. No, I'm not saying that. Hold I'm on, just hold on, Pastor. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Definition we Hold on, hold on, Pastor. I have no problem with that. But I want us to understand that you and I aren't going to have a biochemistry class on facts of faith tonight. We are going Surely. to. I'm going to read you the definition, as you're saying, of DNA. But that definition is not going to give you any biblical support. I want to remind you just once again. We are having a scriptural conversation with you. But without further ado, let me read exactly what DNA is defined by those who are biochemists. They define it as deoxyribonucleic acid, a self-replicating material which is present in nearly all living organisms. Understand this, all living organisms as the main consistent of the chromosomes. It is the carrier of genetic information. If we're to follow just that definition, God doesn't qualify in any of those because he is not a living organism. He doesn't have chromosomes. He has no genetic information whatsoever. So as far as the definition is concerned, that effectively excludes God. So I was hoping you would not go down that line because your argument falls flat if we're going to look at biochemistry. That is why I'm pushing you towards your field. You are the expert in your Bible. Help us understand as far as your scriptures. Is there any support for what you've argued, Pastor? That's exactly what I was saying. And I'm not trying to get into biochemists. We're not scientists. We know that. But looking for a definition doesn't mean we're diving into it. It's just a very simple thing. And like I said earlier on, my keyword in there when I look at the tesserus.com, in looking at the DNA, what are some of the words that explains what the DNA is? Again, like I told you earlier, one of the words that I picked up there, there's chromosomes, obviously, there's gene, there's genetic code, but the keyword for me there is heredity. And I picked that up because what happened in Genesis? What happened in Genesis chapter uh, 2 verse 7 when 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 he says, then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and bred into his nostrils the bread of life. So you form a dust, you know, you pick, you, you know, you form a man from a dust from the ground. You bred into his nostrils the bread of life, and the man became a living being. And that, according so, to you, means that we carry the, the, his genes. That's we your carry argument. his genes. He, without him, he gave us his life. All right. It's All like right. a son and a daughter. You carry. He gave us. He bred without him breathing into us. 
we can never be living beings. And no, no any other person or being or divine being would do the same thing like he did. So what does that say about, what does that say about us? We, if we, if I show compassion to people, I'm showcasing the, her- the hereditary, what I picked up from who God is. All right, let's bring when it I over. show the element of justice, I'm showing all that. It's not easy for a man to just be compassionate or to, to seek for justice. We're sinful beings. And that is not who we are. It's not in our nature. And like Paul says in Ephesians 4, the old man, the old nature goes away. And right. then the new nature now comes in. All right, let, let's bring in the other guests. Uh, uh, I've given the ample chance there, Pastor. I was hoping that you'd turn around, <laughs> but hey, it's okay. Uh, let's bring in um, uh, the, the, the Sheikh because he's going to leave us uh, at 10 minutes before uh, 8. Uh, Sheikh, you're listening to this conversation and it's clearly mm-hmm. not poetic license. He actually is referring to biochemistry here. Your take, do we have as human beings, as far as your faith is concerned, do we have the genetic makeup of God? Okay. Well, Naya, quite interesting discussion. Look, I'm a retired pharmacist, okay? Ah, okay. (laughs) As well. So, look, when you talk DNA, you're talking physical, you're talking biological, you're talking something tangible, you're talking something you can look under an electron microscope. That's DNA. It's yeah. a true helix. It's as you rightfully said, you know, it's a ri- deoxyribonucleic acid and it's two coils that coils around, you see? Mm. Now, God is beyond this. God is not physical. You can't put part of God under a microscope. So the first answer from an Islamic point of view, DNA is something of this physical world, right? And so there's no way you can associate it with God in any way, you know, in terms of its structure and makeup and that kind of thing. So uh, Islam is very clear on that. It says us very clearly, there is nothing comparable to God, uh, you know, uh, in his creation. Then I think you know better now that the Bible, I know in one of the commandments is also, you know, you shall not have anything like me under the sun or, uh, you know, under the sun or under the sea or God has no likes like him. So, so I think let's start off as that. Islam is very clear on this. There is no way God is physical in any way, uh, you know, like how we understand it, nor is he anywhere near a DNA. Now, coming to, uh, you know, what Islam says about creation now, now where, where, uh, I agree with the pastor. He's mentioned part of it about, you know, God made Adam from sand, the yeah. first human being, and breathed into him, you know, life of and the Quran uses the word ruh, a brethren in him of a spirit, his yeah. breath. Now, where I differ with the pastor, human being, Naya, human being is made up of, I'm just saying two, but you know, it can be more than that. Basically, two dimensions. We have the physical component, and we have what we call the spiritual side of a human being, yeah. right? Which yeah. is that breath side. And therefore, on the physical side of it is the DNA. Right, so that's where the DNA comes in. Yeah. As far as the breath of God, that is, you know, you can't put it under a microscope. That's right. That is this, that's the spiritual, the soul, call it the soul, call it what you want. That's intangible, and, and so, but it is part of the human creation, Correct. part of the human being. All right.
All right. Uh, yeah, that that I I, I understand. Uh, perhaps let's come from uh, the the Hebrews Israelite perspective. Maybe we might find something that would agree. They also read scriptures akin to those of the Christian community. So maybe we'll have a different or something that would support the pastor evangelist. You're listening to the pastor and is arguing that God actually has DNA that we have inherited. He's holding on to the hereditary part, and he says we have inherited it. Genetically, <laughs> how, how do you how do you respond to this, sir? Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, I would like to start off by reading scripture. I may read the same verses that he read earlier on, but uh, let's let's glean out of these verses what they are actually saying. Yeah. Uh, uh, Genesis chapter one, verse twenty-six and twenty-seven. And Elohim said, "Let us make man in our image, after our likeness." And let them have dominion over the fish. Then I can jump to go to verse 27. And Elohim created man in his own image. And in the image of Elohim created he, him, male and female created he, them. You jump, you go to Parashit chapter 2, verse 7. It says, And Yahuwah Elohim formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living soul. Scripture does not say man has got a living soul. But man became a living soul. So the, the, the combination of this breath of life and the body that was made from, 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 from the dust, that combination, when he has breathed in life into that body, then that which exists is a living soul. I thought I should make that abundantly clear because man does not have a soul, but man is a living soul. So now when you look at scripture, we see man, he is an accurate image of his maker. In other words, he represents his maker. But it does not mean that the constituencies that make up man is exactly what makes up his maker. For instance, you can sculpt a statue exactly like the man, but the statue is made up of rock, yet the man is born and flesh. Man is made from the dust, though he reflects his maker. Yet the maker transcends material. He cannot be bound in matter, because he created matter itself. So for us to say that Yahweh is made with the same constituents that we are made of, then I, I, I find it a little bit, I, I find it very blasphemous. So what we believe from the scriptures is that we, or Adam, as he was created, he bore in his very physical, mental, and the supernatural, and the spiritual nature, a likeness to his maker. It was, he was like his, his maker, but he did not have immortality. His immortality was dependent upon obedience. In other words, for Adam to be, to be immortal, he had to eat a fruit because he had to eat the fruit of life. And to eat the fruit of life was dependent upon not eating the tree in the middle of the garden. So basically, when you look at Adam, Adam in his very nature, yes, he, he, Scripture describes him that he was upright when he was created. He, that, but that does not make him to carry the DNA because Abayawa does not have a DNA. He transcends the material. We don't put him and classify him in the, in the scope of humanity. Yes, Scripture says he, 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 is, he looks like a man, 
Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 26, when the prophet was looking, seeing in a vision, he saw him sitting on his throne. He looked like a man. And there are several verses in the scripture that describe that he's got a head, he's got a hair, he's got hands, left, right, and, 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 and he has, he's got complexion. And all these verses, they describe the form of a man, but does it not make him or don't lower him to the constituency of men. Uh, the pastor clings on to the concept of heritage. He's suggesting heredity implies that we therefore have genes. And to, say that let, again. Let me come to, 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 to the aspect of the heredity that he's talking about. Yeah. The only thing that I see in Scripture in which we must inherit or we must have, right, besides the form that it looks like him, is that we should have his spirit in us. So that when his spirit is in us, you know, it is our choices whether to amplify his spirit in our lives or to, 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 to shut it down in our lives. But his spirit is always there in men. And when we obey him, when we live according to his word, we are going to amplify that spirit. And when the spirit of Abba Yahuwah is in, amplified in us, then we live a righteous life. We have righteousness, we have the character of Abba Yahuwah. By the way, scripture describes the spirit as the character of Yahuwah. It describes the spirit as his mind. It describes the spirit as his power. It describes the spirit as his presence. So when we have his spirit, all these aspects of Abba Yahuwah now start to live in us. We have a love, a loving character as he is called love. This is it that we should have from him. Yeah. Um, um, Pastor, before I even come to you, I want to open the lines. Uh, This is a very important conversation to have, especially when a pastor is going to make these claims. Um, We are yet to see a text that would uh, support this claim, but we're going to give the pastor an opportunity to respond to all of these. I'd like to hear from you, South Africa, 0891-104-207, You're listening to the pastor, and his argument is not that is being poetic about it, as some of you were trying to support his claim last week. Um, last week, there were some suggestions that the pastor is merely suggesting that we are akin. We are just like, he was being poetic. He was trying to share that we have these characteristics of God. As you are listening to the pastor right now, he's not talking about that. He's talking about the DNA, quite literally, the DNA. Not being poetic, being biochemical. And he Went as want us wants us to go and look at the biochemistry and the definition therein. He says there's nothing wrong with looking at the de- definition, and that's fair enough. So, as a South African Christian, do you share the view that the pastor that is saying? Do you share the view that the evangelist is saying, or the the sheikh for that matter? Or maybe you even have your own views. Does God have genes, and do we have God's genes? Yes, we as human beings, as mortals, as beings, as organisms, we do have genes, but does your God have genes? Genes regenerate and degenerate. Does your God degenerate? Let's come to an understanding here. It's a very important conversation to have, especially coming from one of the biggest, if not the biggest community of believers in our country, making these claims that their God has got genes, that he has passed on through hereditary mechanisms and through genes to human beings. 
What is the pastor saying that we are not understanding so that we walk away having understood him? Pastor, you're listening to the Sheikh and the evangelist. Your response? That's correct. Your response, sir? I think we need to get some clarity here. Go ahead, I think uh, I hear a lot of words that was used uh, and being uh, attributed to me that I never used, from genes to biochemistry. I, I never used those words. I asked for absolute definition of the DNA. I never claimed uh, uh, certain things that were said. So we need to set that clearly because I wanted, I'm careful of the words that I use. I'm careful not to use the word genes, which I never mentioned. This is the first time I'm mentioning it because you attributed that to me. The, the key word from, from, from what a DNA is that I put out there is hereditary. That was the only word I stuck to. You know, and I and I asked and I told you I went to the thesaurus, uh, dot com. Uh, that's one of the synonyms of what a DNA is. And and for me, my explanation is: What did we inherit from God? What did we inherit when in Genesis two, when He breathed the 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 the, the breed of life into us in Genesis two seven, where He says, "Then the before you God continue, from the man from before the you continue, the, the pastor, let's." Pastor, before you continue, Pastor, before you continue, let's let's just be honest and be, be be very careful. Now, this is on record. You yes. you 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 were adamant that we should go and go to the definition of DNA. What is the yes. definition of DNA? And when I objected to that, saying this is now going into the valley and the territory of biochemistry, you insisted that it is not us being chemists, biochemists, but it is important that we go to the definition. Correct. That's and correct. in that definition, you find genetics, the genetic information. I read the definition that it's yes. a self-replicating material which is present in nearly all living organisms as the main constituent of chromosomes. It is the carrier of genetic information. That comes from you, sir. You are the that's, one who were adamant that we should but get before that. Before I ask you to check the definition, and even after we check the definition, I told you my keyword there is hereditary. No, Pastor. I never. You cannot I disassociate said. I said yourself that with over and over again, Pastor. Let me make my point. You you make I said your that point over and over again, Pastor. What do we de- what do we inherit? That's why I read Genesis two seven, Pastor. When he breathed. Pastor, let's move together. Let's move together. Into us. What did we inherit? Pastor, you you cannot disassociate yourself with the definition that you were insisting that we get. That definition goes hand in hand with what you insisted constitutes your argument. Your argument could not ask us to look at is for me to be able to explain my position. Exactly. And And that definition has genetics. That's why I told you I'm not a scientist. I'm not. We cannot go in depth into that. What we are, what I'm having here is, is. Hereditary is part of what a DNA is. What did we inherit from God, from Adam, in Genesis 2-7, when he formed man from the dust, and man was, was just nothing, until he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Sir? What did we inherit from him? So Definitely not genes, from, not DNA. From my parents, when I inherit from my creator you know, becomes part of my spiritual being. Remember again, I never said, I mean, I had, I think uh, the Sheikh said, oh, if I'm not wrong, just looking at, you know, who we are, we are a spirit, we, we are not, we, we, don't, we don't have a soul, we, we, are, we don't have a soul or we live in soul, something like that. What I try to say is we are spirit. We live in the body 
and we have a soul. So it's three tier. And the real us is the spirit. When we die, our body dies, but our, our spirit keeps living. So I want us to look at the Pastor. spiritual DNA, the DNA from a spirit perspective. No, sir. Not, no, just, sir. not just about physical or whatever. Again, back to DNA being something that sir? you inherit. Let's go, let's, let, let's go slowly, you and I, so that we don't miss this point. Yeah. One, you cannot disassociate your argument from what you insisted constitutes your argument, which is the definition. In that definition, you find genetic material, you do find chromosomes, and I dare say, sir, that if you feel now that that definition that you insisted on no longer serves your purpose, clearly state that you'd like to recant as far as the definition is concerned. But you cannot disassociate. You are the one who insisted I'm not, on it. I'm not disassociating myself. Then I you cannot say you did nothing. deeper and ask experts who are scientists sir? in this field and say, can you define a DNA based on the context of heredity? Sir? Because that's where my, that's my position. Your position you, was predicated on the definition. Or chromosomes, I'm not going to be able to explain that to you. But why did you go to it, I'm sir? I'm trying to explain it from what we inherit as spiritual beings. Sir? What did we inherit Fine. from the maker? Fine, let's what move on. What did we inherit from him? Let's move on to the so next it's point. It's spiritual DNA that we're talking about here a lot more sir? than just Okay, we have an eye like him, we walk like him, and all that. No, that, those are elementary stuff. These are, not, these are some things that we know that God is not that way. We can try to describe God. We can try to color him based on scriptures from my position and all that and try to understand him. But I'm talking about spirit, spiritual being. Sir, let me remind you again. We are on record here. What you say here is recorded. From the very Absolutely. beginning of our conversation, you insisted that this is, we're, not, we're, we're, not ta we're talking about actual DNA. When I said ye yesterday, I mean last week, and even when I began this program, that while people were trying to support your argument saying this is a matter of being spiritual, you said you still stand by what you said. And you are not talking about spiritual poeticism here. It is only at 34 minutes past. <laughs> When you now bringing in spiritual DNA, which you could have said at the very beginning, sir. Now, we have to understand. Sir, I'm a Christian. You never right said anything week, about My argument is always from a spiritual perspective. No, sir. The, the spirit that was bred into us. Let me then give you this opportunity. This is your chance to then say you recant of everything you said. You are now talking about spiritual DNA. I cannot say I recounted, but I can say I, let me expantiate on it. No, if sir. If there was a misunderstanding no, of my position, no, sir. My position is I'm talking about spiritual DNA. No, Who no, we sir. Are from a spiritual perspective. No, sir. The Sheikh responded first to what you're saying, and he was not responding to you suggesting that we have spiritual DNA. The can evangelist responded to what you're saying. He was not responding to what you said as spiritual DNA. Let's be honest, Pastor. You never said anything about spiritual DNA. I am offering you the opportunity here and now to say all that you said that they were responding to, you now recant. Now you'd like to offer if a it, new explanation. If, if I recant, then I'm saying from the beginning my intention was wrong or I am seeing a different perspective to it now. But that's not the case. I have to be honest to myself. I have to be honest from, to my, you know, based on my position from the beginning.
So everyone misunderstood you, If I you, say sir. there was a miscommunication or misunderstanding, then it's totally a different thing. Because from last week, my position is always, we're talking about creation. Uh, you know, is God a creative on art? And, and I say God is a creative. He's a creator. You know, he's in art. And he is created. And he can create, but until he puts his spirit into us. And that's the key part. That I don't want Pastor, to Pastor, let's not ramble on. Now we know you want to talk about spiritual DNA. I'm going to offer you the final opportunity, and then I'm going to give the other guests to respond to what is happening now. Because it's very worrisome that you are going to say on record that you said this from the very beginning. Did you say this from the very beginning, Pastor? Based on my understanding, because it's, it's not a big deal for me if I had a different position and my position in the course of this discussion or debate changes. Very I would well. acknowledge it. <laughs> then this is your I chance. Would acknowledge it this is your it's chance, sir. For me to learn and not to just hold on to my position. Indeed. You know? I'm offering you that chance right now, sir. This is your chance to say, I have learned and I'm changing my mind. I'm recanting of everything I said. I'm now focusing on spiritual DNA. I, I can't say that. You're writing the script for me. I'm offering you the chance, sir, to no, recant what you said. you're writing the script for me. <laughs> I can tell you my position. All right, so you don't what want to recant. What I've been trying to, to explain from the beginning is what we inherit spiritually. All right, Pastor, which, Pastor, which, you, which don't, is, you don't have to repeat. Hereditary becomes part Pastor, of the DNA. You don't have to repeat what you said. We've heard it over and over and over and over and up until uh, the 7.34. All right, I'm going to give the, our guests the opportunity to respond now to what is happening. I don't know where to go to from here <laughs> because we've been talking about something else. And at now 7.30, 19.34, you change to something else. Sheikh, uh, since you're going to leave yes. first, I'm going to give you the opportunity to respond. You're listening to the pastor now. Uh, Flip-flop. Go ahead. Well, I, I think it's, it, it's very clear here that uh, what we are talking about here is when you talk DNA, you're talking physical. You're talking something that is physical. So even if the pastor is saying that, uh, you know, he, he took DNA to mean hereditary. So even hereditary in, in genetics, it's physical hereditary. Exactly. He talks the, the color of your eye, your hair, of your mother and your father. We're still talking hereditary, which we call phenotypes and genotypes, in, in if you look at That's genetics. Right. That's right. But we're still talking... Inheriting, you know, uh, color, inheriting uh, looks and things. It's still we're talking physical. So I think uh, even uh, I think the pastor when he's saying I'm talking about hereditary, you know, it still means something physical. Now I think he's saying it's spiritual. Well, let's give him the credit. Yeah, he's changed now. He says spiritual now. Now, yeah. So, okay. So, okay. So that's how it should have been from the beginning. Exactly. Which is another topic, you know, about spiritual inheritance. Correct. Now, I want to also say something to our evangelists there. Now, I think uh, I want to differ with what he's saying. We're coming to the human being now because it's part of the discussion, Naya. Yes, sir. Uh, we are all saying the same thing, but I think there's some different position that uh, Islam holds. I just want clarity if I heard him right or understood him. Yeah. The human being is made up of body and soul. You see, this is, now, when I heard the evangelist speaking, I think he said, no, we are not a body, we are a soul. The human being is not a body, the human being is... I think he, I heard him saying that. So uh, we, the, the position, even I understand from the Bible, and, and even he quoted it and the pastor quoted it, that God first used sand and clay, which the Quran says, you know, he, he made a mold, and then only after he breathed his spirit into that clay, that mold, it, it, it became a human being. So the human being 
is made up of both things. If you take the soul out, it's nothing. If you leave the body on its own, it's still nothing. It's just clay. So the human being, you can't say the human being is soul. The human being is body and soul. Um, I think you, you, you're you speaking from different texts there, uh, 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 Sheikh, because he was reading Genesis 2, verse 7. I'm going to read it verbatim from the New International Version. I have no particular liking for it. It's just the first one that's in okay. front of me. It reads, Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. That's the point he was making, that the man is doesn't have the living that's being. Correct. He, he became it. Being is a living being. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah. But I think, I just I want to clarify, did I hear him well or not? I have no problem. That's the yeah. correct position. Yeah, I that's what that he said. He's a living being now. But he feels that the human being is a soul only. All right. Um, I just wanted to clarify that. All right. Um, let's, let's, let's give the opportunity to respond to that. Evangelist, you're listening to the Sheikh, right? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Respond to that. Yeah, yeah. You see, what I said uh, from the text I was reading, King uh, James uh, uh, Version, it is very clear when it, sa- it says, Yah breathed into the, into, into the man who was made from the dust of the ground, his breath of life. Then man became a living soul. Yeah. So the point that I'm, that I'm saying is we don't have a soul, but we are a soul. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So now yeah. I want I want to come to to, to the point. No, don't 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 go on, don't come to the point, um, Evangelist. I'll give you a chance to speak, but I want the Sheikh to speak before he leaves right now. Okay. Do you, oh, okay. okay. Do, do you understand the point he was making there, Sheikh? Yeah. Now there is a there is a difference, now. You see, you quoting from the NIV. That's right. I think uh, I think the Evangelist got another Bible where it's he says, the, and he became a living soul. soul. Yeah, that's the King James version. A living being. Yeah, now that, one is a being, one is translated as a living being, and one is trying the and the evangelist got a translation. He became a living soul. Correct. So we don't have a soul. We are the soul. That's so right. I say no. We are the soul and the body. That's, okay. That's all I wanted to say. All right. Uh, and and I think therefore we have two dimensions. We have the physical DNA type, which is of this world, which is nothing to do with God. Is not like that. But we have a part of the divine quality which is the soul, which is the divine bread, which you can't put under the microscope, uh, but that is the human being made up of these two uh, constituents. Okay. All right. Um, uh, Sheikh, we're going to part ways with you. Thank you very much for coming through and talking to us. really appreciate your insights, and we really appreciate the fact that we have a scientist coming through as well. We invited a Sheikh, and we got the scientist as well. We appreciate that, Sheikh. Thank you very much. All right, it's 11 minutes now before 8. You're listening to how things have turned out. Very interesting turn of events. Breaking news. The pastor has changed his point. He's now fo- focusing on spiritual DNA. What did you want that when we come back? Stand by. Facts of Faith on SAFM. Welcome back and thank you very much for sticking around. You're listening to Facts of Faith. We're trying to, well, journey on. Um, We have now turned a corner. Now we're no longer talking about actual DNA. We're talking about actual DNA of the spirit. Spiritual DNA. First question, perhaps, Pastor, we need to delve into now that we're talking about spiritual DNA. Are you using your poetic license to imply that the spirit is in us or do you view it that the spirit has actual dna are you being poetic pastor 
or are you being biochemical? I wouldn't say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't embrace any of your um, two options, but I would say spiritual DNA in code. Um, say that again, Pastor? That in code, spiritual DNA. In what? In, you put it in a, give it a quotation mark. What does that mean? What does it mean, Pastor? Which means it might not, it, it, it's not your DNA from a science perspective, but looking at DNA with the context of what did we inherit from the Creator. Sir, there is no other DNA. DNA is, is a biochemical phrase. It doesn't apply elsewhere except for that's in biochemistry I, that's and why poetry. I put it in quotes. Do you understand that? Hold, hold, no, sir. No, no, I put it in no, my sir. context. No, no sir. You, you, you are not entitled to make up facts. Bi I'm entitled. This is my personal stuff. You cannot tell me I'm not entitled to make... I'm not making up facts. I'm, sir, I'm trying to explain my position. Sir, you are not entitled to, to make to. up facts. And then you would agree with it if you want to or you don't want to. Pastor, you are <laughs> not entitled to make up facts. I'm not making up facts. I'm trying to explain to you. I'm not changing anything that's factual, that's sir. science or spiritual. I'm not changing anything. Sir, DNA... All I'm trying to do is to try to expatiate and, and, and help us to understand where I'm coming from. That's why when I say spiritual DNA, I put it in code. And again, I go down to my Where do you get keyword. this from, Pastor? Let me go down to my keyword because you're taking me away from my keyword. No, sir. Right? No, sir. No, sir. We are, we, no, sir. What do we inherit? Pastor? Pastor? What do we, we inherit from God? Sir, I'm going to say this again. Yes. We, we, you're, you cannot make up facts. Facts matter. When you I'm say not you're putting up it, facts. hold on, and Pastor. No, hold on. I, let's be let's, no, let's no, be easy here. Hold on. You're putting words in my mouth. Sir. You're trying to get me to accept it, and no, I'm sir. not going to. I'm not asking it. you to accept no, anything you, you except are. for facts. You're telling fact. me I'm making up. I'm making up facts. Yes. Instead of telling me to explain myself better, sir, or to or you say you don't agree with me, but you're sir. telling me I'm making up facts, and I don't see how I'm making up facts. But sir. all I'm trying to do here is explain myself. Where do you get it from that when you put something in quotes? it makes it legitimate that it is no longer a biochemical term. Where do you get that from, Pastor? Did I ever tell you that it's not a biological... You see, you are going down straight facts, but what I'm trying to do is to explain my perspective. Sir, I asked you... Did I, I say I'm changing any facts? Yes, you did, I'm bringing sir. in new facts? You did, I will sir. tell you that before sir. I even go ahead and put anything in quotes. Pastor Ashok. I'm not afraid to do that. Pastor but when Ashok. you decide that I'm changing the fact. Then that's where it, we, we're not going to agree. We, we don't have to agree, Pastor Shams, but we need to agree on the facts. We don't have to agree on whatever I am saying or you're saying, but the facts remain objective. They don't depend on me or you. When we're talking about DNA, this is biomedical chemistry, sir. This is no, let's to not go to biomedical chemistry. Okay. Now, you, if you, you're going to... I'm here to explain my position. You have to look at my position. Pastor. My position is I'm talking of DNA, spiritual DNA from... Uh, Hereditary perspective. Where do you get that from? The term spiritual uh, uh, DNA, sir. That's a poetic phrase. It doesn't exist outside poetry and you biochemistry. You can call it a poetic phrase. I would say, I would, even what? if I don't call it that way, I just say, where do you get code? it from? Where do you get it from? Tell us where you get it from so we can also go do and use this in quotes. Do a study. Go and Google it. Google it right the way you are right now. Sir, we, we, we are so here. It's something that has been existing for a long time. Where, sir? Where, Pastor, does that exist? Google that when you put something in quotes, that it makes Google it, it please. Google spiritual sir, DNA. I'm giving you the opportunity to share with us where you got that from. 
Are, are you going to share I, it with us? I've, I've been trying to, but you're not letting me. So I've I been said, Go ahead you. and Google it so uh, you can see it at least. I've been asking uh, all you, I'm sir. trying to do, in, all I'm trying to do here is to say, look, we inherited a lot from God. Okay. And he created us. All right. And because we inherited from a lot from him, we have a spiritual DNA from him. And hereditary is part of, you know, a word used in the trying to explain what a DNA is. Now, you can look at DNA from a science perspective totally and everything, but that's not what I'm trying to do. This is a, this is a faith and a, and a spiritual discussion, and that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. And I'm not dislaunching, I'm not disagreeing with science perspective. I love science. I agree with everything science. And I'm not changing any facts from a scientific perspective. But okay. if you feel I'm changing any facts from it, fine. But that's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do is to explain my position from a spiritual perspective. Okay. All right. Let okay. me read. Let, let, let me read um, uh, uh, what has been penned down by the listeners who are listening to this conversation, and then we'll give you both two minutes to conclude your remarks. Uh, give us your concluding remarks. Gareth Yonkos writes: The Sheikh has given the best answer of the night. The pastor is being poetic at best because there is no scripture in any of the Abrahamic faiths, religious documents that support his assertions. We share no genes with God. It's really that simple. The pastor was wrong and he has a difficult time admitting that hence we find ourselves here now that's Gareth Yonkers thank you Gareth appreciate your comments Lucky Mashele writes since the Bible says man was made in the image of God there is no way we can share the DNA with him image has to do with physical likeness and not DNA Lucky Mashele writes that thank you Lucky appreciate your sentiments uh, is it R-A-R-S-A Okay, Ra RSA writes, absolutely not. Humans can never have the same DNA as deities. We don't even have the same brain capacity. That's Ra RSA. Thank you very much, Ra RSA. Lutandun Zambo writes, I feel that the pastor wants to be given permission to have his own definition of DNA. He is introducing a new concept called spiritual DNA in quotation marks. Lutandun Zambo, thank you very much for your comments. Pumelele Mavunda writes, There is no spiritual DNA. There is spiritual hereditary, but not DNA. DNA is physical only. In brackets. Thank you very much. All of those are on Facebook. On Twitter, we have at Mukhale124. Mukhale124 writes, Numbers 2319 says, God is not human, that he should lie. Not a human being, that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does the promise and not, does he promise not to fulfill? Human beings do fall short of God's two characteristics, which are perfection and hate of sin. Uh, does it end there? All right. Thank you very much. At Mohale124. I'm going to give it to one of you. Uh, okay, my time is up. 30 seconds. Our time is reduced to 30 seconds each. I'm going to begin with you, uh, Pastor Shams. Please stick to 30 seconds. Your concluding remarks. Go. I feel quite a lot about of who we are today. Uh, spiritually, we inherited from God when he created us in Genesis 2-7. He didn't just create us in his image, but... And the fact that he brings his spirit inside of us, that's the difference. That's the, that's the changer. And for me, that gives, we inherited quite a lot from God. And it gives us some sort of a spiritual DNA that we're in the likeness of God. All right. Thank you very much, Pastor Shams. Uh, evangelist, go ahead. I think uh, this concept of spiritual DNA is blasphemous. 
because when we talk about the spirit, we are talking about Abba Yahuwah himself. Yahuwah canon 4 verse 24 says, John, Elohim is spirit, and those who worship him need to worship him in spirit and in truth. So there is no room for putting mortal things in the spirit, because the spirit is essentially him. So, so, so I, I find this very concerning when we start to put... Uh, uh, kind of things in, 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 in Yahuwah. All right, uh, let's end it right there, um, Evangelist. Thank you very much to both of you. On that, all three of us, Sheikh Rafiq Hassan, founder and director of the IIFRI, also Easton's new evangelist, who is a Hebrew Israelite, and Solomon, Pastor Solomon Shams, who is a journalist, Christian activist, and director of Mercy. To all three of you, thank you very much for your opinions. We really appreciate your insights and yours, especially uh, the Sheikh who came in handy as a scientist. It's 8 o'clock. From me, Nayelu Pondwana and the team, have a wonderful evening and Godspeed.